Hi, hello there, we're the Chimps. I'm Robbie. I'm Rocco. And I'm Jonathan. And we're Bananas for Comics. That's right. <laughs> there it is. We love comics, and we're going to do a podcast about comic books. So, Rocco, how about you tell us, you know, a little bit about your history and relationship to the medium of comic books? All right. Um, well, I grew up just always kind of reading comics. I'm pretty sure the first movie I ever saw in theaters was uh, Spider-Man 2. How was it? <laughs> it was great. I remember every second of that theater experience. Um, nice. But no, I, uh, I always kind of just grew up loving superheroes and loving comic books. I was always, that's always what was gifted to me as a child, because I guess it was just so easy just pick up anything at the store really and i would have read it i uh i remember just having stacks of ran like random 80s and 70s marvel comics that were probably in like the 50 cent bins that didn't even have like covers on them anymore like i remember i had like a beauty and the beast issue <laughs> and a real ghostbusters issue not like random issues in the series but i would just reread them over and over again i just always kind of loved it so i feel like that's the case with a lot of people who yeah, who grew up with them. Yeah. You just kind of, whatever you can get your hands on is what you read. Um, but yeah, I mean, and as I grew up, I sort of found more of like, wow, wait, there's real series and the stories continue past one issue. You're not just dropped in the middle of everything. And that's when I started collecting. Um, and I mean, from then, I, I mean, I have a lot of comic books now, probably too many. But uh, no such I, thing. I just love reading them. Yeah, Jonathan, there's no such thing. So, um, tell us, what are some of your favorite titles, writers, artists, characters? Yeah, so, I mean, if we're talking, like, basic superhero stuff, uh, I love Batman, and I love Spider-Man, like, your basic heroes. But I have recently, because of you, Robbie, I've been getting into characters like Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Like, big characters still, but ones that I just never really dipped my toes in, um... I love, my one of my favorite writers is Tom King, who puts out a lot of really great work at DC. Um, he does a lot of more, I don't want to say, like, deeper comics, but compared to, like, you know, your basic Batman issue, except for his Batman run, he's like, I feel like he's doing something different, and I like that. Where, where someone else would do, like, a, I guess, superhero comic they'd focus maybe more so on like the superhero adventures where he would focus on the person yeah and uh yeah, he really gets into the head yeah and that's something i really appreciate and heck of a guy him. too I oh love he's so him. nice he's very nice i met him several times and he is like just the nicest guy out there he's a sweetheart yeah um artist wise Let's see. I got a lot of. I uh, recently I've been really getting into Dave McKean, who is an older artist. He did all the covers for like Sandman, and he did Arkham Asylum. Um, his art is just so different and so weird. Totally legendary. It's epic. Absolute it's... battle royale. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the epic victory battle royales. That's what oh, his art is. Okay. Uh, I love it. But yeah, that's me. I like comics. Um, you got like some favorite titles? You like? Oh yeah, uh, sure. I love, like, I mean, to go back to Tom King, I love his Batman run because of that very reason we talked about. Really? I also really <laughs> love um, Ultimate Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis, which is 
a Spider-Man run from, I think, 2000 until yeah. 2015 when, uh, when Secret Wars happened and the Ultimate Universe was destroyed. I like what I've read of it. Well, most of it. There's... Okay. I, we'll get into it <laughs> at a later date. There's, like, yeah. one arc that's not very good... Everything else in well, that run, and it, oh, I was, ta- I was talking about you the, haven't even read it. I was I've talking read, about the I've, Venom run. Yeah, I've read the oh, Venom I've, story. Oh yeah, you guys haven't even read Ultimate Spider-Man. Why I've am read, I arguing uh, with you guys I've about read, like, this? I've read like the seven volumes. No. Yes. Yeah. I well, talk to me when you read all of it. So. <laughs> I will. No. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man is probably my favorite pure superhero comic because I don't know it. He's able to do both of what we were just talking about, where, like, he's able to kind of get into the person and um, kind of really show who what they're about, but also really show what it means to be a superhero. And I don't know. I, I really love every second of it. Um, I love the art, too, by Bagley. Everything's great about it. So you got... You got some some big two ones. You got a Marvel yes. and, a, okay. and a DC one. Hit me with hit me with like a like an, an indie, indie one. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll hit you with an indie one. How about that? That um, sounds great. <laughs> all right. So indie wise, I have a lot of stuff I really like. But um, what have I been reading? Le- recently? You got a lot of stuff you really like. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to keep sticking with big superhero stuff with this, but uh, it's the only thing coming to my head. So I guess that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, Pretty recently, like post pandemic, I read um, an indie comic called Invincible by uh, Robert Kirkman. This is another superhero comic, but um, you put me on a spot, I'm gonna answer on the spot. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> so, um, Invincible is really great. It kind of it has a similar vibe to Ultimate Spider Man. That's probably why I like it so much. But um, it's darker. It's a lot darker for sure. But it's it's basically the idea is. What if Superman was uh, a teenage boy and didn't necessarily have the greatest uh, Papa Papa turn of events? Uh, it's definitely different and really fun, and I enjoyed the whole run. So a big thing with, just for people who, who don't fully grasp the whole big two Marvel DC versus indie books, something... A story like Invisible... Invincible. In, <laughs> Invincible can't be done with... Already talking about Invisibles, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a book I'm going to talk about a lot. That can't really be done with Superman, because Superman is like DC's Golden baby. Boy. Yeah. And so that is a, a owned and licensed character, and a writer isn't always given the freedom to pursue yeah. big uh, and unique stories like that. So something like Invincible... A big draw of it is yes, it's a superhero comic, but it has no corporate like shackles on it. There's no need for it to have to keep characters alive or have to tie into other books for a big event. It's just its own story told by, in this case, one writer, um, and in most cases, one writer. Yeah. Um, and it's their vision, and then it's not interrupted by editors and whatnot. Well, hey, man, that's some good stuff. Thank you. Jonathan, would you like to go or you want me to go? You know what? I think I can handle this. You think you got it? I got it. Let me ask the question. Ask, ask away. Jonathan, why don't you tell me a little bit about your relationship and history with the medium of comic books? All right. So I'm going to come clear right away. First off, I have always loved, you know, these characters 
from a young age. I have, pretty much my whole life, I have loved these characters, like most of us have. Um, but, I actually have not started reading until the past five years or so. These two have much more of a history of reading than I do, but I still love them. I can't get enough of them. Anything I can get my thick little hands on, I'll read. Well, you're not allowed to like comics because you didn't read them as a child. All right, bye. <laughs> Welcome to the two chimps. <laughs> um, why don't why don't you tell me some of your favorite your, your titles, characters, writers, artists? All right, all right, all right. So, uh, favorite characters, I love a lot of like uh, the mystic characters on both ends. I love uh, Doctor Strange and Constantine. Oh, tell me a little about about him. Which one? Oh. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll go with Doctor Strange, because I said him first. I love Doctor Strange. I love the idea that he learned his powers. I love like the idea of working for the powers. And um, my favorite run is the Ditko stuff. It is something that... It's unfortunate that it's, his, it's like the first Doctor Strange stuff. And it you know it, like, it really can't be replicated. Like, just... It was very of the uh, time it was made. I adore it. I do the artwork in that book. I just love Doctor Strange. This guy's a doctor. What is he? What is he, a plastic surgeon of some kind? Uh, no, is he's he actually like... a um, doctor. Is he weird? <laughs> <laughs> he's strange. He's t- I'll give him that. Nice. And as for Constantine, um, Constantine, Constantine, my bad. I'm sorry, Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's coming for me. Um, but as for Constantine, I love the character... I love his personality, and I just love anything to do with magic. Obvi- uh, my favorite title is uh, Hellblazer. Specifically, my favorite one is probably the most obvious pick being Dangerous Habits, which is about... You, if you've read it, you know. I, I feel wanna... like down the line we are going to do a Hellblazer Dangerous Habits episode. is one of the most... You guys are going to make me read 24 stories. volumes of comics. No, no we we'll, do the, <laughs> we'll do the Dangerous Habits only. Yeah. Because I feel like that wraps up his character really yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, because um, I'll read 24 volumes of comics if I need to. <laughs> as, as I can talk about uh, my favorite titles and writers because, you know, my favorite writers write my favorite titles. Uh, similar to Dangerous Habits, one of my favorite titles is uh, Preacher, Garth Ennis. I love the guy. He's crazy. Preacher is probably my all-time favorite comic. It, uh, you know, it's crazy. It is only Rocco here has read it all the way through. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. It's nuts. <laughs> Jesse Custard is, Custard is one of my favorite comic book characters, period. He's awesome. I love the guy. Um, another one of my favorite books is uh, Sweet Tooth by Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire would probably be my favorite writer because other books that come to mind are almost, most of them are Jeff Lemire, like Black Hammer comes to mind, Gideon Falls comes to mind. I just really love Jeff Lemire. That's a huge blind spot. For all you guys are big Lemire guys. Yeah. So that's yeah. one that I've never really touched. And you would That will him. be very fun to... You know, here on the podcast, like your first thoughts on Lemire, your first like yeah, well, his, like big big books. Yeah, I would definitely love to do a Lemire episode yeah. where we just kind of dissect some of his books because <laughs> oh my god, does he write yeah such great books? I think I've only read his Hawkeye. His Hawkeye yeah. is not bad. Not I think it's it. underrated, but I mean, his superhero stuff is definitely his creator own stuff is way stronger than his, his Hawkeye is stuff. underrated. Yeah, but. 
you have to keep in mind what it follows. Yeah, it, fo- <laughs> it, fo- it, it follows, follows a great, fraction. very, very, very good run. Yeah. Very good run. So, Jonathan, you told us some writers. Jeff Lemire is also an artist. He's also an artist, but... Why don't you tell me about another artist? Um, the first one that comes to mind is who the guy who works on Gideon Falls, who is Andrea Thorn... Andrea Sorrentino, I think it's pronounced. But if you've looked at any page of Gideon Falls, it is nuts. He also does the art on uh, his Joker book that came out. Yeah, uh, I think it's called Killer Smile. Killer Smile and his... One of uh, the nine Black Label Joker books right now. Yeah. <laughs> he worked on Jeff Lemire with that, and he worked on Jeff Lemire with his uh, Green Arrow run. So, oh yeah, they work together. That. I always forget that too. <laughs> they work together, you know. Every they they are a team from time to time, and it's a very good team in my opinion. For sure, yeah, they are awesome. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, all right, that leaves me. I Robbie, you want me to ask you? You can ask me. Robbie, do you want me to ask you? I... You know what, Rocky, you ask him. All right, Jonathan, would you like all to right, ask? All right, how about I ask you, Robbie? <laughs> yeah, Robbie. Why don't you tell us your relationship with comics? You know, your you know your favorite comics, your favorite characters, writers, artists. You know where you got your start. Yeah. So similar to Rocco, I've I've sort of grown up in the. I grew up in a in a big like superhero environment. I always got superhero gifts and random single issues and stuff like that. But once I ended up walking into a comic book store, I picked up. Uh, Spider-Man and Wonder Woman and just started reading from there um, and sort of filled in the gaps with the internet with whatever I wondered was, you know, whatever went over my head that I didn't fully understand. Uh, Wonder Woman's a big character for me. Growing up, I was a really big fan of the Linda Carter TV series, uh, which I still love and still watch, which is just fantastic. But then once I got a... Oh, wait. I just skipped over like a huge key moment uh the hellboy movie came out Hmm. and there was something about it that just instantly hooked me and it was going into my local comic book store fourth world comics as a young kid that i saw this character from this movie existed in other forms and uh hellboy is my favorite comic book character my favorite comic and I've sort of always been hooked on Hellboy from the very beginning. I used to walk to the mall, which isn't too far from my house, and I'd sit in Barnes and Nobles, and I and that's how I read Hellboy every day. I'd read a different volume. Um, but then, but then, yeah, I went to the comic book store and I picked up Spider Man and Wonder Woman. And then once I got a little bit older and I started getting more of my own money, I really fell in love with Vertigo Comics, and I picked up. Uh, I got the Sandman. I got Preacher, I got Hellblazer, and I got Swamp Thing. You got Preacher? I did. Preacher is the only of those that I never continued. <laughs> Which is such a tragedy. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> um, we'll get to Preacher. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely do a Preacher I'd love special. To. But, yeah, so with a more fully formed opinion on comics and with everything i've read my favorite characters tend to be these more horror influenced mostly vertigo titles i love hellboy and i love swamp thing Mm. i love morpheus from the sandman and john constantine uh a lot of stuff like that um but for more 
superhero-y answer, which I, I, there's a handful of superheroes I really like. I do like Wonder Woman. I do like Hawkeye, and I do like Daredevil quite a lot. Oh, and I like Marvel's Thor. Very, very fun world with that. Wait. Yep. You said Hawkman. Do you mean Hawkeye? Did I say Hawkman? Yes. I meant Hawkeye. But I, auto, to be fair. I heard Hawkeye, but I might have auto To be fair head. for Robbie, we were talking about Hawkman yes. before this. <laughs> and their names are quite similar. Robbie is a massive Hawkeye fan. That's why I wanted to set the record straight. I am a very big Hawkeye fan. Um, Keep me straight. What were some of the other questions? What What did I just um, miss? Uh, creators. 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 Uh, I am a huge fan of Mike Mignola creator, writer, and artist of Hellboy. I love a little guy by the name of Matt Fraction. Matty Frack. Yep. Wrote Hawkeye, Sex Criminals, Casanova. All kinds of great stuff. Yeah. Artists. Is his famous X-Men run? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never read it. <laughs> Artists. Oh, man. I love, love, love Bernie Wrightson. He's just legend. Great horror artist. Creepy, co-creator of Swamp Thing. Creepy is a title. I wasn't saying he was creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's really my thing is horror comics, I'd say. I do love a good horror comic or two. They're great. They are very good. They are. They, there's definitely a lot of horror comics. Harrow County? Harrow County. You got to get on that, I Rocco. I Harrow County. Who yeah. does the art on that? Because that is Oh, I don't phenomenal. know phenomenal. But it's written by Colin Bunn. He's good. Yeah, is it? Colin Bunn is a cook? big horror writer. Yes. Uh, oh, one more thing I should mention. So, one thing that I I just can't shake like an addiction is the hit 90s Marvel character Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> For whatever reason, I consume... I have an insatiable hunger for anything Venom. I have every Gross. single issue he, of Absolute yeah, Carnage. He bought every issue of Absolute Carnage as it came out. I'm looking at an Absolute Carnage pop across from me. Um, <laughs> I got a couple of Venom figures up he there. He has forced Venom Lethal Protector into my house to read, <laughs> and I don't want to read it. Uh, he just, he, Venom he, all around with this guy, really. Yeah, I think Venom is a character that should be phenomenal. And I don't think has been used. <laughs> I don't think has been used to his potential until recently by Donny Cates. It is a good run. I will. It's pretty, I. It's really good. I've not read all of it, but I read the first good. twenty-five issues and then I stopped. Yeah, but we'll that's do, like two months ago. I'll say Absolute Carnage. I read. I didn't read Venom. Island. We will do a Venom episode. Venom. Um, okay, I guess Venom. we're doing a Venom episode. <laughs> all right, today's episode Venom. So this. No. One? no not today. <laughs> <laughs> So this is kind of what the show is going to be. It's going to be us three. We're going to be talking about comics. Uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to touch on all kinds of stuff. We're going to touch on stuff that we're currently reading, stuff we have read, stuff that we really love, stuff that we want the other people to read, stuff that more people should know about, history episodes. Like, I'd love to do a history of Vertigo comics. Jeff John's Three Jokers will be discussed. We, <laughs> when that wraps up, we are doing a Three Jokers episode because three chim three jokers yep it just it works out we have to do it do we want to close out this show this first episode this fantastic first episode with what we're currently reading and digging and loving yeah yeah sure you want to go first you really yeah. you spoke up there yeah yeah sure <laughs> um so what i've been reading 
not American comics right now. I'm sorry. What? I've been reading blasphemy. I've been reading some manga. Wait. Uh, specifically, that's its own medium. Okay, you know what? Three chimps. Is this bananas bananas about about manga? manga. It's not. It's bananas about comics. Yeah, they're comics. Okay, they got pictures and words. I'll allow it. What are you reading? All right, I've been reading uh, a couple of Junji Ito uh, books. First off is Frankenstein, which is a collection of a bunch of his shorts. Is it good? It's very good. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Robbie. Would you say... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, off to a great start. Um, I don't even know who's who. Would you say that you are really liking Junji Ito? I would say I love Junji Ito. So you've been reading Junji Ito. Junji Ito. I've been reading uh, his Frankenstein, which is a very direct adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Mm. But he does it very well. I've never found Frankenstein so creepy. I've also been reading... It's very creepy. You haven't read it. Bernie Wrightson's Frankenstein, though? I haven't read that. Okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. You know what? Keep going. Wrightson did an episode for the heck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I've also been reading another Junji Ito short collection. That's the one I'm not actually finished with. What's it, it called? Uh, Smashed. Wait, can I just say, I know he has a Frankenstein. I own it. I just wanted to say that because oh, okay. I thought it'd be funny and no one said anything. I'm sorry. Okay. How's this, Jonathan? Talk about Junji Ito some more. The first it. story in the Smashed collection, really creepy. Might be my favorite short so far. It's like about these uh, vampire bats that like suck the blood out and put it in other people. It's really freaky. So I have a question. Junji Ito, he's like a one-man show, right? He is a one-man show. Yeah. Don't yeah, he does the writing, like, art, and... And I'm, sh- and I'm sure, you know, even though we just said that, I'm just... I'm sure there's like an example where he's I, not, but for the most part, I he believe. is. I think there's yeah. one story I know of where he just does the art, and okay. it's... It, um, but I could be wrong. Speaking of comics, I believe he has won an Eisner for his Frankenstein. A what? An Eisner. An Can you award. explain what that is? No, I'm not that. I'm, I can explain an, these yeah. awards. He won an Eisner for best adaptation from another medium. For those who for don't know, an Eisner is an award for comics. It's the Oscars. It's like the Oscars of, of comics. Comics. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Is that what you've been reading? Yeah, that's the main thing I've been reading. Rocco. What about you, Rocco? I'm going to go before you. Hi, Rocco. Okay. Well, Robbie's going to go first. Yep. What have I been reading? Hi, Robbie. What have you been reading recently? I've read the first two issues of Three Jokers by Jeff Johns and <laughs> All right. Jason Fabic. I got to get going. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is true. But uh, what else have I been reading? Uh, I just finished Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen, by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber. It's just great. It's fantastic. Everyone should get that. All right. When does that come out, the collection? Comes out before the end of the year. I don't know when. I loved it, though. I think it's November. Yeah. Might be. It's great. Um, anything else? What else have I been reading? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> into are they be reading your novels i have been reading yeah novels. but this isn't that type of show this is not hi that, welcome uh, back to three chimps we're bananas for novels that's, oh i'll go <laughs> i'll leave i was reading uh what's it called creepy yes the archives which i do sometimes on, right here on hoopla <laughs> yeah i don't think i've been reading that much recently actually so uh, so rocco here comes the big reader um well recently i actually 
haven't been reading as much as I usually do. What? But blasphemy. I've been reading two bigger books recently. Uh, the first one being Batman Incorporated by Grant Morrison. Um, it is the third and final part of his big Batman run from I think like 2008 to 2012, something like that. Um, so in this part of the run, it's about Batman deciding that one Batman isn't enough, and he decides to recruit people all over the world to be... How uh, many Batmen and Batwomen are enough? A, how, I don't think there is ever enough. I got a question for you. Yeah. How many Jokers are there? <laughs> At least three. I'm not sure John's has really blown everyone's mind here, guys. I, <laughs> I think there's a couple more than three. Um, is there a sperm on okay. your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Should we out. explain what your shirt is? <laughs> All right, my shirt is uh, part of the campaign for release the Snyder Cut. Oh, here we go for Justice League. Uh, in case you aren't aware, I just want to get this uh, clear. Rocco does not speak for me and Robbie. Go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even bring it up. I've just I've never looked that closely at it. <laughs> there is. Yeah. It's like a chart of what the whole movie was going to be, like the mythology of it, right? Yeah, yeah, so Zack Snyder was working on Justice League uh, after he made Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. And then, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why you brought it up. <laughs> Do you want to cut this part out? No, it's fine. Okay. We'll, just, we'll end it off. Cut that part out, though, by him cutting it out. No. Well, now we have to. How's Batman Incorporated? <laughs> <laughs> Batman Incorporated... Um, yeah, so Batman says there's too, not enough Batman in the world. He gets Batman in all parts of the world. It's very fun. Grant Morrison... All Batman or any Batwoman? Lots of Batwomen. Okay, good. None of them have to be named Batman. Um, there's lots of different characters. Um, yeah, I, I've seen... He, they just work for him. I've seen some. There's like a there's like a France one. There's like a Native he, American one. Yeah, and most of these characters... Uh, off the top of my head, I know the, the Native American one, definitely. The British one, and I think the France one were all characters from the Silver Age. Is there a, is the France one's a knight? No, that's the British one. That's the British one. Yeah, he's, he's the, the, he's the knight. I should have known that. Knight and Squire. Yeah. Instead of Batman and Robin, it's Knight and Squire. Knight um, and Squire. That's cool. Cute. So, it's a lot of fun. So, he brought, he, basically, Grant Morrison's point was, um, I want to make everything canon that's ever happened to Batman, especially all the goofy stuff that, uh, everyone forgot about from the 50s and 60s. So, he brings everyone back, and then, it's just a lot of fun. He, he just he doesn't take it too seriously. It's a good time. I love Grant Morrison. Me too. He's a good we guy. We should have talked about him before. Why didn't we? I love that man and so, his magic power. Grant Morrison wrote a little book called The Invisibles. Never heard of her. That uh, yeah. we will get to one day. Maybe. <laughs> it. Listen, if I wasn't... If there wasn't the nostalgia... No, that's not true. I don't know. I, it, I There's an infinite battle on if I like Hellboy and The Invisibles more. The Invisibles is the most unique work of fiction I've ever taken in, and it's crazy complex, and we'll get to it one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, here's what I'm going to say about The Invisibles. From everything I know about The Invisibles, it is literally just the Matrix. It's the same thing. That's not true. <laughs> As a huge fan of both, it's not true. 
Hi, Robbie. Would you say the Matrix ripped off Invisibles? <laughs> Hi, Rocco. The Matrix pulls from a lot of things, including the Invisibles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that good, guys? I don't think that was only good. I think that goes into great territory, if you ask me. Cool. I don't know the difference between good and bad. Um, what? Bye. <laughs> All right. I have a heart murmur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the end of the first episode. Next week, what are we doing next week? We're doing the Trinity, right? Trinity! Is that next week? We're doing yeah, next that's week. We be... started that right away. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention one of my very characters. We'll wait for that. Yes. So, the next episode next week, DC has three characters that are referred to as the Trinity, who also happen to be our three favorite DC superheroes. Take so, a guess who the three are. Bet you can't. I, yep, they can, because two of us mentioned it, and you <laughs> did, just did it, so you're the leftover one. Uh, so each of us are going to talk about each of those characters, the history of them, key runs everyone should read, you know, and all that jazz. Best writers, best artists. So... On those runs. Oh. Thank you guys for listening. We've been uh, the Chimps Bananas for Comics. I've been Jonathan. 